Hi, this episode of See a Monthly is brought to you by DrawYouPicture.com, where you can get your next ministry logo designed from scratch for as low as $65. Go over there, DrawYouPicture.com, view the gallery, see what I've done for others, and see what I can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. Children's Ministry Monthly, a podcast focusing on the needs of everyday children's ministers. Hi, welcome back to this month's Children's Ministry Monthly podcast. This is episode 21, brought to you the week of March 27, 2010. I'm your host. My name is Pastor James Kennison and uh, children's pastor at Suncoast Cathedral in beautiful St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining us, and I pray that everything's going awesome with your ministry. Today, our topic is very special and very unique because we're going to be talking about the particularities and the needs and, uh, I don't know, the issues that ch- uh, children's pastors, actually scratch that, pastor's kids deal with. PKs, we know them and love them. Some of us hate them. Some of us struggle with them. Some of us have to just get by them. And then every now and then you find a few that are really awesome. Today, joining me in the studio are none other than my pastor's uh, two oldest kids recently uh, graduated from uh, middle school, or actually uh, elementary into middle school and high school even, uh, Christian and Lydia Sudreth. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey. Thanks for joining us. Woo woo. (laughs) (laughs) So Christian, uh, tell the folks how old you are real quick. I'm I'm 15. All right. Are you married? Well, technically, yes, but... (laughs) Only on Facebook. Only on Facebook. Literally, no. (laughs) And uh, Lydia, how old are you? I'm 11. 11. You're looking forward to uh, getting up to 13 real quick, eh? Mm-hmm. Lydia is very short, so um, I don't try to bring that out in public to our 800 listeners, but uh, it's just that way. But we always, before we get into the PK world, we're going to do a little bit of a ministry update. All the folks are just dying to know what's going on in my world, so that's why I always uh, you know, tell them. But uh, we're doing check-in. Have you ever heard of Parent Pager? Uh, it's awesome. I'm not selling it to you. I just use it. And um, we're getting that installed at Suncoast Cathedral. Things are going pretty darn well. We actually start our first our first real check-in Sunday this week. We've done a couple of soft launches with uh, registration and stuff, but we're looking forward to that. If you have any check-in horror stories, I'd love to hear them. You can send such things to cmmonthly at gmail.com or call them in 218-MONTHLY. That's 218-666-8459. Do you find it ironic, guys? That, 666. Yeah, I think it's awesome. <laughs> My my phone number is going to hell. So nice. Uh, also, uh, we're, we're we've just rebooted our junior leader program about a month ago, and really got it going this month. And uh, things are going really well. Actually, middle schoolers are coming out of the woodwork. It's crazy. The more rules we put on them, the more jobs we give them, the more they want to do. And so, we actually have more workers. Uh, in the uh, middle school area, then we have jobs for them. So don't tell them that, because sometimes we have them both doing the same job, and we it's almost like putting two bugs in a jar and seeing who's going to live and who will fight it out to the death. But not really. I'm just doing that to make the PKs laugh. 
Uh, and then also, we are working on a new preschool room upstairs. Very excited. Our preschool, when I came, they were meeting and still are in a in a uh, in the cafeteria of our child care center, and they've done awesome in there, no doubt. But dang, you know, kids are sitting in chairs at tables and eating leftover scraps off the floor. It's terrible. So we're gonna hook them up with their own room upstairs. We're decorating it. And matter of fact, if you'll go to see a monthly.com by by the time you get this, I will have an image of the mock up of the set that we're going to put in there. The theme is uh, going to be very preschoolish. Matter of fact, I used a lot of Nihao Kailan uh, style artwork in there. It's going to be very cool. And the theme is uh, animals that live in a city. And if they built the city, what would it look like? I've always been uh, very uh, awesomeified by Monsters, Inc. and the buildings that they lived in. And uh, they always look, I mean, even if you took the monsters out, you'd be like, no, that's a city that monsters live in. You could just tell. And that's kind of what I'm going for, except animals and cute. So, oh, and last thing, Christian would be uh, very upset if I didn't point this out. When I came down to get them to let them into my secured apartment, uh, I was wearing socks with my flip flops. So yes, it's a, it's a Florida thing. Uh, yeah, actually, apparently, old people thing. Uh, yeah, thanks. All right, it's time to jump right into our monthly topic. Uh, late, a little bit later, though, we're going to have an interview with uh, three young men from New Zealand. Uh, an interview that I did in uh, St. Louis last month uh, with the lads. So I'm looking forward to that in just a bit. But right now, uh, Christian and Lydia, welcome to the show. Let me ask you a question that you may or may not have an answer to. All right. And that is, what, when did you, was there a time that you realized that you were different than the other kids? A time that you realized you were a children's, uh, or I'm sorry, children's pastor, that you were a pastor's kid? Um, I think there was a time when you ha- you kind of realized you had to set an example. Mm. Like have Was there a time they sat down and told you that? Um, like that you were really bad? I think there was a time our parents were like, you need to like, <laughs> set other examples for children. And, like, is, that, is that fun or hard? Um, it kind of depends where, who you're around. Yeah. It depends on your mood. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Definitely, like Pastor James said, uh, there was there's times when, especially when you mess up, they'll sit you down and say, "Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta set the example." But um, but really, finding out you're a PK isn't isn't bad. I mean, you know it, but once you start to actually like know it, um, it's probably like the first time you talk to an old person, an old an old member of your church, and and they give you the PK speech. Oh. Yeah. What okay? Wait a minute. What what is the PK speech? Well, well, there, there's actually several. Um, <laughs> it depends. Because I have two PKs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it depends. It depends if you um, if they did something if you did something they like or um, you know, you're not wearing clothes appropriate for church. Oh, like, so they take it upon themselves to educate you. Yes. Yeah. You're you're not smart, and well, not 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 smart. You're just you're everybody's child. Yes. There you go. That's that's perfect. And they and so tell me an example. What's what's one of the speeches? Um, like, well, I one night on a Wednesday night, I was wearing like a spaghetti strap shirt, and this, <laughs> apparently, I don't know. And they were like, "You're not supposed to wear a spaghetti strap in church." So, like, okay, so it's okay with your parents apparently, but yeah. not with these people that go to your parents' church. Mm-hmm. It's kind of I know, yeah, weird. There was um. There was a time I tell I was, my kids they can slap people like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish we could do it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one person I, a year. That's, that's a good rule. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, no, it's cool. Um, one time when I was in eighth grade, actually, and I, I doubt my English teachers listening to this, but um, the ch- the church we go to has like a school that's kind of a partner to it, 
and I don't know, I was in eighth grade, and I think um, some new video game came out that involved guns. Oh. And I and I was drawing a gun on my the back of my vocabulary test, and she <laughs> she flipped that I that I was drawing a gun, that I was like. Um, I don't know. Supporting violence, I guess, could be <laughs> against what you vocabulary. Said. Yeah, and um, and that, and uh, she she said she was really disappointed in me, and she expected me to do better, and because of who my who my dad was. Ooh. Yeah, and I, I that would kind of bother me. So, a if little. your dad had been a trash man, do you think she would have been as upset? I, I don't or a know. gun collector or a gun salesman? I don't know. I probably she would probably been very much less upset. That's what I figured yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Very much less. Has there has there been anything that you've never that you haven't been allowed to do? Anything that has, you know, I'm, I'm even thinking about s- skating or, or different theme parks or movies or anything that you haven't been able to do specifically because of your station in life. Station being a PK. Oh, um, definitely. Um, there's lots of th- it's. Sometimes it's you can't do things, but most of the time it's you have to do things. Ah. Like you're required to always go to almost everything, and you gotta you gotta help clean up and set up and everything, which is it's okay. But um, but I mean, there's been a couple times, especially for me, since I'm a little bit older than than Lydia, where I've wanted to go like see a movie or something, and um, I, I haven't been allowed to, even though I know that you know it normally wouldn't be a problem. But mm. is it because of of moral stuff or content in the movie, or is it because you're busy doing something? Or all of the above. Kind of all of the above. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, not all at once, obviously, but at different times. It's been different things. <laughs> I had to look for a spot in the calendar where the stars aligned, and it was a problem for Dad and the bat, and the movie was bad. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, so wait a minute. So far, everything we've talked about is negative. Has, are there any benefits to being a PK? Is there anything you've been able to do? Oh, so many. Uh, yeah. You want to go first? Uh, I love meeting all the, the people in the church. Mm. Like, having that supporting family... It's just like an amazing comfort and like knowing they're always out there for you. That's so. cool. Okay, and uh, the real answer is. <laughs> I thought that was really great. It's a hallmark moment. I wiped away a single tear. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> sometimes um, I don't. I don't want to bring it back to the school because I know every church doesn't have a school that's partnering with it. But um, maybe it'd just be something that the pastor is involved in. Um, my dad was the head of the school board, and there are many times. Or I could have gotten in uh, pretty big trouble, but it always seemed to <laughs> to get taken so, down a little. So because you were a PK, I, I don't. That, no one ever said that, but that's what I always assumed. So were you a bad kid? No, I wasn't a bad kid. But were um, you sneaky? Well, like were, like one time. Did you uh, talk too much? What was your What was your badness? Well, one time in school, I brought a laser pointer, <laughs> which is was classified as a weapon. Wow. Yeah, and um, it's in school suspension. Which you're in sixth, seventh grade. That's like yeah. you know ten days in hell. It's the equivalent, <laughs> and um, and so he actually, I he got me in there, and he um, he said, I know you're a good kid, and all this stuff, and um, well, let me go. Yeah, and so I just got, I got, um, I think just a writing assignment, just something much less. But there's actually a lot of good, good perks to being a PK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, everyone uh, loves you, and for the except for the few um, kind of strict people, you know, everyone's. Yeah kind of acceptance of you and you know you don't I can you can go to whatever event you want to if even if you're not old enough <laughs> and uh that's nice yeah there's there's some other would stuff you say the benefits outweigh the the negatives or do they balance each other out um I I think we I think they balance each other out yeah. some I mean some you know so there's uh, okay. I, I would probably guess there's times the negatives outweigh yes, the positives, so. and then vice versa. But all in all, though, looking back over your life, we say it's been yeah, it's, it's kind of worked itself out. Okay, 
Okay. Um, where do you get most of your friends from? Is it school? Is it church? Is it both? Oh. Uh, <laughs> you want to go ahead? I know Christian doesn't have any friends, so he's... No, he's, no friends. Yeah, no. <laughs> I have 358 friends. Hey, <laughs> Facebook doesn't count. <laughs> what, what, what would you say? Both and? Or... I think my my answer is going to be different from hers. Okay, Lydia, where do you get most of your friends from? Would you say most of your friends come from school or from church? Um, your bestest friends. Oh well, at that point, then probably church, because mm-hmm. we're like able to talk to each other about maybe our relationship with God and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I can do that at school, but it's just like different. I don't know. My, my probably my closest friends are probably church. Okay, Chris. Yeah. Um. I would say that you know we get we um, especially since I'm in high school I have you know I have my school friends and I have my church friends, and um, and I, I would say my best friends all almost always come from church hmm. and um, maybe that's just because you know just who I am, um, yeah but like my best closest friends are always from church, but then you have your school friends you know that like that maybe aren't the best kids especially since you go to high school not that I hang out with bad people oh that sounds terrible, <laughs> that sounds terrible. People know, people give you the benefit of the doubt on okay. the show. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you go to public high school, they're not always filled with straight A right. you know, straight mm-hmm. students. But um, Neither is private school. Yeah, well, neither is private school. All the kids that got kicked out of the... <laughs> that's what I found when I went to private school. It was all the wimpy kids that couldn't handle real school and all the kids that got kicked out of real school. Mm, exactly. uh, see me calling it real school. Yeah. Because y'all don't go to a real school, I apparently. Do. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah, most of your friends are from church. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, let me ask you this: uh, Do uh, do you think people? I may have asked this earlier, but I'm just going to ask it straight out: Do people treat you differently, general people, like normal folks, not these nitpicky people that you've mentioned, the the jerkwads that go out of their way to tell you their morals and apply them to you, but normal people, typical folks, day in day out? Do you feel that you're treated differently because of uh, who you are? Good or bad, I don't care. Well, I'll let Lydia answer because I've been talking most. <laughs> okay, she's giving me the I don't know face. Um, I would say yeah, they, yeah, they treat us different. Um, it's never, it's not always um good. It's not always bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, and this sounds, but kind of um, like just everyone knows you. Yeah, right. Um, so and they see you as just. Well, I mean, they just. I don't want to use the word celebrity, but I mean, like everyone, everyone knows you. Right. So um, you know, people come up that I've never seen before in my life, and say, you know, hey, Christian, how are you? And I yeah. just say, hey, how are you? I don't, I don't know you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's that happens to me too. Yeah, definitely. Like, I have some sweet little elderly ladies come up. I remember you when you were this little. I used to change your diapers in the nursery. I know. I was like, I don't remember you at all. <laughs> No offense. Yeah. I'm not trying to, don't tell my dad. Uh, so um, have you ever experienced favoritism or any excess negativity from Sunday school teachers, children's ministry workers? What was children's ministry like for the PK, these two PKs? Um, well, especially if your parents are, our parents used to be children's pastors. Ah. So when we were kids in the children's ministry, especially me, me and Lydia mostly at mm-hmm. home, they, I I think they always did a pretty good job of trying to keep it balanced and fair, and mm-hmm. um, and I like to think that we're good kids. And so most of our like Sunday school teachers and and um, people that were, like high up in the church, not high up Sunday school teacher, but uh, people that were yeah that were up there, um, you know they they knew how we really were. They they'd been around us enough to know that we're not trying to cause trouble or anything. 
but um yeah i would say it's all in the, the children's minister's hands as to how how you get handled um because well i mean if you want to favor us we'll take it sure right right <laughs> love gonna... the attention <laughs> yeah oh i think that's a personality thing though because i've seen you know as many different kinds of kids there are there's kids that like i think i think lydia probably enjoys the attention more maybe a little bit than your personality yeah would. i enjoy the the benefits of <laughs> but but you you would be happy if you could walk down the hall and no one would even talk to you unless you already knew them. I would guess. That would, I wouldn't mind it. It would. It wouldn't be too terrible. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I've got the same thing. I got Jenna, my daughter, who's this social person, and then my son, who runs away from people he knows. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I, I do worry about all those things about how. How uh, and then they're going to come up in my children's ministry, and mm-hmm. you know when when they're talking to their friends, how do I how do I uh, how do I holler at them without making them feel like they're being picked at? You know, um, so I don't know. Do you have any advice for children's pastors and and uh, who have PKs in their in their congregation, or maybe even their own kids? Um, I mean, I don't think it's really embarrassed. Well. Uh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Is it okay for me to holler at my daughter when she's being bad as long as I'm not overdoing it? I mean, is it okay? I think my parents used to always do is they just, like, come up and tap me on the shoulder, and I knew, like, that was a warning. And every now and then, yeah, I would get called out or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I just got, like, that small little warning, or my mom would give me a stare. Did you ever have to help in children's church? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Did you have time. to or wanted to? Oh, have to. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even when you didn't want to? Yeah. Every, yes. Like, wow. I love helping, but like sometimes it was like, just leave me alone. Yeah. It was. yeah. Depending on your mood, maybe? Yeah, it's always depending on your yeah. mood. Just because, you know, like every other person. Um, to, you uh, you asked for like advice on like how to, yeah. how to correct yeah. your kids. Um, especially this applies kind of because my parents were, um, were the children's pastors at my time. But, um, and a couple times, and they're going to hear this, but I'll probably get talked to, but they would, um, <laughs> they would correct me, um, kind of more in a parental way, mm-hmm. which, you know, I mean, now it wouldn't bother me, but when you're 10, 11, you know, it would, um, it would just be kind of embarrassing. And so that wasn't my favorite, but, um, but yeah, I, I obviously needed to be corrected. So, right. and you know. Okay. So what would be, would it, would a pastoral way be better than a parental way? Do yeah, you, just, just do, like, you, do you leave the parent stuff at the door? When for for your PKs is that the suggestion there? I mean, yeah, I would say so as long as they're not making like crazy personal life choices in the middle of service. Then yeah, right. I would just you know I'm going to start smoking weed. Yeah, Billy, God would not approve. Yeah. No, mom's allowed to come down and slap you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but outside of that though, but yeah, if you're just talking or moving a little bit, you know, shuffling around in your seat, you know, right. just like like you would the other kids. And I've just noticed PKs. You know, you know their names as a children's special. You know their names, and so when there's a mess going on around them, it's easy to call out the person that you know. And mm-hmm. I see PKs get called out quite a bit. And then on the other hand, I always I see a lot of favoritism when it's time to pick for games. The same thing occurs. I know that kid. I know that kid. So I'm gonna call him up. So the, oh oh, it just happens to be the pastor's son. Oh, it just happens to be the worship leader's daughter. Oh, it's just you know, it's the young adult pastor's guy. Um, and so I, I, I've seen situations where the kids like that uh, get called up, get called up, get called up. I've even seen children's pastors try to favoritize the PKs so that it would, in theory, help them to get in better with the pastors. That's crazy. Um, 
Obviously, the PK is gonna like it, but looking back on it, I'm gonna have to recommend don't don't do that. Right. That um, that's not gonna make the other kids like them, and um, at the moment they'll probably appreciate you know letting them play the game, stuff balloons mm-hmm. in their hula pants, but <laughs> but later on if the kids hate them, they're gonna they're gonna be they're not gonna like it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you think PKs have a harder time um, growing up loving God or an easier time? I think there's, oh. there's because you, you guys there's see times, I think you guys see a lot of stuff yeah. that other pe- pe- people don't see kids come to church they get their candy they get a prize they get a lesson they get a hug and then they go home but you guys get to experience the drama the human stuff the deaths the marriages the the mm-hmm. issues uh, you you overhear dirty secrets about such and such and who there and that and the other it's got to be different for you guys oh. um, is it harder or easier to live for God with all that going on? Um, just speaking from my personal experience, I know this is kind of weird. Um, it might sound strange, but um, being in like um, a Christian environment um, all your life—I'm not saying you know just the two hours on Sunday at church—but mm-hmm. um, you know, being at church, you know, almost every day. You know, if you go to a Christian school, if you're something like that, it's harder because you know you're kind of you're tired of hearing it all the time and everything. And um, I mean, and, and maybe I mean, and this was this was just kind of me. I mean, I was in fifth grade, so I wasn't being, you know, you know, I wasn't joining a biker gang. Mm. But you know, you get tired of it, and you you just stop, kind of stop caring because you hear it all the time, and it, just, it starts to like lose its its a wow effect. Of, right, you get jaded. Yeah, you get yeah. There you go. You get you get very jaded. But um, once you get put into like kind of the real world, then you kind of realize like, oh, hey, I liked my other world better, and then you mm. then you start picking it up, and um, and stuff. So I would I would say um, that it, it's very important to not seclude them into the church, but also the same thing with every other kid. You know, just kind of. So let, give give them some outside. Yeah. Just let them see the real world, maybe a little bit. Yeah. yeah. L- Lydia, I saw you shaking your head and, and agreeing with with yeah. your brother there. Um. Is is it is it more difficult or uh, or simpler for you? I think like what he said, like pretty much, and to get all like there have been times that I'm kind of like, oh, like um, I don't want to go to this thing. I don't want to. I'm sick. Like, I'm just hearing the same thing, like mm. he said. But there are also times where I'm just, like, I love being in his presence and his relationship, like, with I have problems and there's a lot of people I can go around and just kind of talk to about my relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So, with God. And, like, <laughs> so there's definitely times where it's, like, harder to have a, like, relationship with him. And there's definitely times where it's kind of easy to have a relationship with him. Like, you've got that, like... Yeah. Like some pros would be there's always someone that you know there's almost always someone you can talk to. Mm-hmm. And um and not everyone will be like this, but there's definitely some people that can understand how you feel and um you know kind of what you're going through like MK's missionaries kids, pastors kids, you know, they're all they're all kind of in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's just I think I think that you get a little bit more pressure on um that I think you put a little bit more pressure on yourself to kind of always try and do good mm-hmm. and do everything that when whenever you get the chance to kind of slip away you know, maybe not, I'm not saying like completely, but just a little bit. You um, just to unplug, maybe. Yeah, just kind of unplug. Yeah, just be a normal kind of try to be. A well, let me ask kid. you th- about this. Uh, you mentioned other PKs um, growing up as a child. What was your relationship like with other other guys in the same situation? Do you find yourself, all right, uh, for instance, cops? You know, when when policemen get together, a lot of times they'll hang out with each other after hours because they can't really talk about their stuff with other people. Do you find that you hung out with other PKs more, or did it matter, or just give me some feedback on that. Let me take it. Um, yeah, Lydia Lydia has more friends um, her age, yeah. PK-wise. I've had a lot of best, like, life, 
well, lifelong friends. Be pastors' kids just because we are able to relate with things, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of time together because like um, you go to a lot of the same things together. Like because your parents both being in a a leadership role, you have to be with them a lot. Mm. So you kind of like not forced but like you're with them a lot and so you just kind of develop that stronger relationship with them so does it have been a good thing mm-hmm. yeah most of the time yeah mainly and i like yeah just having somebody who can like understand like like um on when you were saying like we are you don't get annoyed but you're tired of hearing the same thing you're able to talk to each other about that and it's just like that comforting feeling knowing there's someone who actually understands what you're well, good. You're going through. All right, so your dad's your pastor. Yes. How weird is that? Um, well, does I Does it work? What do you mean does it work? I mean, you know, uh, you've seen other kids be able to go and they hug their pastor, they they want their pastor's approval, they talk to their pastor about their problems. But this is the same guy you have access to all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm talking about as a kid, uh did you find yourself finding other people to fill that role, or was he both? And, um, well, sometimes I would I would say um, that you see him and um, you know and you like you take everything that you know that he says um, um, as as you would a pap what a pastor says. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes when uh, when you know like maybe he just wasn't having a good day or something and. Um, you know, maybe he hurt your feelings or something like that. Sometimes it's it's really it's hard not you know not to think back on that. Right. And um, so like like I said, you kind of have to treat you have to leave your um, f- family. Well, relationship I, I can tell door. you're struggling because you know he's going to listen to this. Let yeah. me give you my context here. All right. My 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 hope is I I don't know with my kids I I think about this kind of stuff and I wonder, you know, am I going to be able to be that person or am I going to find that. I can't because I'm the, my kids are having to share me with all the other kids. And so I even now pray, God, please put people in my kid's life that can be that person that I can't be. I, don't, I can't imagine that I'm ever going to be exactly like, you know, my youth pastor was for me because that's my dad. And like you said, yeah. if you had a weird morning... And, 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 you know, you couldn't find your shoes and your dad was ready to go and he, he yells at you like dads do. Yeah, it's going to be really hard <laughs> to want to, you know, cuddle up with him at the altar and just seek God, you know? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, like, like I've said, I've been around, you know, 15 years, so long. Not really, but... Um, <laughs> it is. But uh, I, would, I would definitely say that I've noticed that um, whereas a lot of kids would have, um, you know, those big, like, life-changing moments with their pastor's kid or, you know, or with, her, with their pastor's... Um, with their pastor, not yeah. their pastors, anything. Um, I would say that I've definitely found them with um, like the children's leaders, or um, or at uh, when guests came or something. But um, I would say, yeah, it's it's sometimes it just feels weird. It would just feel a little weird trying to connect with them on a on a like a deep spiritual level. Um, I mean, there've been a couple times, mm-hmm. you know, when when it happens, and and I mean, it's great and it's awesome, but. Um, well, I, I think that's important. I, I think that's normal and natural. And I know, like I said, that, that I, I could imagine any father, any pastor father, uh, not thanking God that he provided people like that. I got to be one of those people for my mentor's son. And uh, he was the youth slash children's pastor. And, and yeah, loved his dad, would mm-hmm. do anything for him. But, yeah, it was it was weird for him. It was different. You yeah. know, He didn't have pa- – he had pastor dad, not pastor exactly. David, you know. So, uh, yeah. And – um. 
like the like the children's leaders and everything. Um, yeah. You know, as long as they're solid people, they 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 help out a lot. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I went to them a lot. Like, I just kind of. Yeah. Well, it's different. It's a different type of relationship. Um, let me share with you some of my ideas about PKs and just bounce them off of you. Just okay. some some things that I've picked up here and there because my kids are still young and. As far as I know, they haven't really experienced anything negative other than they're mm-hmm. stuck at the church a lot, yeah. um, and they get to hang out later, and they're ready to go home a lot sooner yeah. than, than they're supposed to be. But uh, one of the things I've done for years is I don't single out my PKs. I don't favor. I don't make them favorites, and I don't treat them any differently than any of the other kids. I do know them. I know their parents, blah, blah, blah. But I make a point. I'm not going to overly uh, pick on them, and I'm not going to overly reward them because I want them to have a normal experience. And my, my, my feedback has been very positive on that. Nobody's ever come up to me and said, Pastor, thank you. I'm eight years old, and I've really thought about this. Uh, thank you for treating me normal. Nobody ever says that because eight-year-olds don't think that way. But uh, she... Um, but they have just they've they've been able to be themselves in in my services. Um, do you think that's important at all? Oh, that that's really important. that is yeah that's so important. That's a hundred percent good. Um, and you know, no kid like like overly. And I guess you could also take it to underly. Like um, sometimes you know don't don't never ever you know do anything. Right, right. You know, just like like you said, like a normal kid. Just that's how they want to be treated because mm-hmm. they they are a normal kid. They're just well. That's why I set up my discipline structure. I have what I call minimum requirements for every child and like for instance in worship i'm not going to make you worship i'm not going to make you lift your hands i'm not going to make you sing i am my minimum requirement for every child is that you stand if you're able to stand you stand you don't have to go off and pray you don't have to do it but you will stand and i don't care if you're a pk and mk uh or whatever if you're not standing you're you didn't meet the minimum requirements you're going to go to the consequence ladder which is verbal warning time out conference for pastor conference for parents one week out one month out boom and a punch in the nose yeah, I do reserve those for specifically MKs. Um, but yeah, what I think, like how you said, you don't favor them too highly and stuff. Like I think if you do favor them extremely strongly, that they might think they might be able to. They think they're entitled to something. Yeah. Mm. Or they could get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or maybe they would think they can just kind of do whatever I get like wanna. And if you think of them too lowly, like you don't, you like you pick on them a lot, then I think that can cause to like feeling like they always have to be like perfect, perfect, or, or they rebel and start getting hostile and not yeah. loving God anymore. Exactly. And re- yeah, turning away. I from see them. that a lot actually so, with PKs. Yeah, definitely like just treating them normal and like making them be able to feel like like be themselves. Yeah. It's definitely a lot more comforting. Than, like, Your minimum maximum rule. Yeah. That I we would I would love that. Really? Well, I good. I love that cuz yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> Yeah. Okay. We, yeah, we we were treated pretty fairly as far as yeah. So good. that's great. All right. Um all right. So uh, with that I don't pick on I don't pick on them more. I don't pick them uh for games. Um I mean I do. But a lot of times what children's pastors do, if they, if they get this conviction they don't want to favorize anybody, then they'll never pick their own kids, ever. Yeah. And, and especially if they're the parent, because then somebody's going to say, you know, even if it's once every five years, they're going to be, ah, you picked your daughter or you picked your son. But uh, so I have an unofficial rule, and I share this with, with my people. You may have heard this, Lydia. I always say um, three things, especially now that I'm in a white world. 
Um, <laughs> when, where I was at, it wasn't a big deal because everybody was so diverse, you could just randomly pick somebody. But I, I add, uh, I, my first thing is I said, if you're going to pick a kid or three kids or any number of kids for any amount of things, pick a kid you know. Then the next time, pick a kid you don't know. Third time, pick a minority. Mm-hmm. Black, Asian, Hispanic, otherwise. <laughs> and that way you're always fair. That sounds funny. But, yeah. but in the white world, you got to do that. Because yeah, we've got three of those kids. And just statistically, even, you're going to overlook the three black kids in your audience. I don't ever want that to happen. I want these kids to feel as valued in anything. So uh, I think they're, they're, you know, they're in the same group to a certain extent as PKs, where they have the possibility of being forgotten, neglected, or favorite overdone. Oh, we love you. We're white people that are understanding. Oh, yeah. and, oh, you know, and they don't buy that either, any more yeah. than PKs do. Um, any feedback on, on my picking policy? That, that that's is that's good. just good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's very that's good. That's a good idea. Cool deal. Yeah. <laughs> good deal. And if you, and I will add to that, if, if you're a, a congregation that blends teams where there's boys and girls, you might want to diversify based on your ratios in there too. Maybe add a boy, girl, boy, girl type of concept. But I have a boys team and a girls team. So uh, whereas my past church, we had five teams of kids and it was all just random. It's based on grade. I have a, I have a good example on picking. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you don't mind. Um, Mind. Yeah, um, I think it was for a Super Bowl party that our church had. We stopped doing those. Um, I just want. I think it's for this. Oh, all the drinking. This. Yeah, all the. It was, it was ridiculous. All the all the keggers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dad actually broke his arm doing a keg stand, so we had to stop. Stop it! All right. <laughs> uh, no, um, but Lydia um, and she was too little to know what was going on. But they had a drawing to win this this you know this sweet. Uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, like this, uh, this really cool. I think it was a, like an electric scooter, a gas power, a little tiny motorcycle. Oh yeah, thingies. A, a, pocket, a pocket rocket, a pocket yeah. bike or something. Yeah. You know, and you know, it's probably one in like five hundred chance that we would ever win. And then, and Lydia wins. Oh. And then, and my shot. mom, my mom fakes it that and you know throws it back. Yeah, <gasps> puts it back, and that just that's like taking you know your heart and just ripping it up and saying oh. it's not your fault, but you can't have this awesome thing. But I'm like that's like a one in a million chance. Yeah, right. right. That was just one time where it hurts you. Oh, deep. But you you understand it. I wouldn't have gotten to it. No, I did not understand it. No, I I understand now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now you do. Now. Yeah. Oh, see, I I would have to go out and buy a Humvee or something for my kid. But I remember we would ride around. We wanted it so bad. It's like my Christmas story. But I, my mom got I got presents from my dad, and she took them from us. And made us give them away to other other kids because he had oh, no. left us. And then we got to watch him open it and play with them. <laughs> and I was like, "Can I can I do the remote control car?" And he's like, "No, I just got it." And so that would be terrible. But not any worse than that. Not any yeah. worse than your story. Yeah. You could have had a pocket bite. Have yeah, pocket rocket. You could have killed, yeah. broke your neck <laughs> on it. Every time I go to my friend's house, has them. I'm like, I can't. Oh my gosh, you still are living this then? Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> So bad. No, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. Oh, that's okay. Um, okay. So, uh, so again, I don't, I, I don't favor them, but I don't ignore them either. And, um, and, and now I believe there should be benefits for PKs. I really do because of the things that you guys go through, the things you see, the times that you have to stay late, get there early, things, things like the pocket bike. So I'm all about rewards, but I don't do them in public where other kids can see and start yeah. hating on you. Yeah, that, that's good. That's a good way to do it. Because okay. there's jealousy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for instance, the other week, some, one of the PKs got a, uh, something cheap at the store. And, uh, oh, man, I had five 
15, five or five oh, or 20 kids come up to, to me cheaper. and they're just, they, they decided it was because of who she was. She got this cheap and that wasn't fair. And, and you know what? They, they were right. I mean, if it had been that, it was a little different than that. She had helped. But uh, it, when you do things like that, you got to be careful. I, 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 I believe they deserve more than the average bear, but not in public. Because I don't want other kids to hate them. So, uh, has has being a PK had any impact on your future? Would you say that uh, that that because um, there's two extremes. There's there's Jim Baker's son who doesn't want anything to do with church mm-hmm. at all because of his experience, and then there's you know other kids that become pastors because their dad was. Um, where do you guys fit in all that, and has it had an impact on you either way on your future? Um, I think it impacts my future kind. Of leaning towards the ministry because I've just been around that for so long and uh, I've been called to ministry as a missionary. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I'm not sure if, if I wasn't a PK, if that would have been different, but... Well, a call is a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I um, I definitely, um, no offense, Dad, but I wouldn't want to be exactly what my dad has been just because, I mean, you see, all, you see the positives too, and then you see the negatives as well, and that, you know, just sometimes that kind of puts like a bad taste in your mouth for it. You don't want to... I just I don't I don't know I don't ever see myself being a senior pastor or a mm-hmm. children's pastor. Nothing against kids, nothing against right those people, but I just I can't picture myself doing it. Um, I do want to I want to be a missionary as well, um, though to Africa because I just I mean you know I I feel called to the the ministry. Awesome. And um, yeah, but just kind of diversify a little. But I can I can see why someone would want to be a pastor if their dad or mom right, was. Right. Well, I know with my kids I. I, here's some other unofficial policies that I have for my specific kids. First of all, my goal is to never force them to work in my ministry. Mm-hmm. I want them to want to, and if they want to, by God, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it so possible. I am gonna that, give them so many possibilities to do whatever they want. Um, that's my goal. All right, it's a perfect world in my head. So, um, but uh, the other time, the other thing is, I'm not gonna expect them to go in the ministry. Now, all I do expect from them is. And, and I'm going to tell you, your dad's thrilled with you. You don't have a thing to apologize for because you're already in this category. And that is, I, I don't care what, uh, if they do what I do or not, I want them to just, I want to raise kids that are willing to do what God's called them to do, period. Whether it's be a janitor, a mom, a factory worker, president, or a pastor. I don't care. Um, so congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, do you have any other comments? Anything um, to say to the people? Any final advice? I mean, if there were a P- if there was a PK out there right now listening to this, uh, maybe maybe they were forced to by their by their father or mother. Uh, yeah. Hey, you need to listen to this, and then you'll understand some things. What would, what advice would you put out to the PK? Um, or well, a message. Message to Status the PK. Update. Wait till Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's when it gets good. <laughs> that's when the good times happen. Really? Tell yeah. me about oh. this now. Oh my goodness! Everyone, everybody gives everyone you gifts. Everyone gives you Christmas presents. Really? It's crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's just our church, and um, <laughs> but I, I, and I love this. I hope, I hope none of them and hear birthdays. this, so they don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> everyone knows your birthday, Christmas. I mean, and it, maybe it sounds selfish, but it's just, it feels good because you know, there's always people giving you, and there's some people that give you random stuff, like I, I still know. get mega blocks and Legos. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got a little Polly Pocket set. Like, That's for my awesome. Ten- yeah, but I mean, still, it's cool. It's, it's cool. And, well, them little old ladies don't know what yeah, they get yeah. you. Yeah. They're just being sweet. And it just, it's just ages five and up, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's sweet, like you, you really, you enjoy the fact that they thought of you That's a lot. That's awesome. So. Yeah, um. 
Yeah, just, I ain't getting y'all jack squat. I'll no, tell you that right now. No. no. Um, <laughs> but uh, Lydia's crying right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping for something handmade. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. You just kind of got to remember to keep on, keep on keeping on, champ. I don't know. That sounds. Christmas is coming. Yeah, Christmas is coming. I love that. I'm gonna get a t-shirt. No. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It's just you know it kind of is what it is. Sometimes you, you um, it feels like you're when you fail you fail a little bit harder, and sometimes when you succeed you're not you're not getting as much as you you know as you feel like you deserve for it. But it's always um, you know it just kind of don't don't take it as all the people's faults are God's fault because uh-huh. they're definitely not. You just kind of you need to see people for people and God for God. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and. Um, hang in there that was exactly what i was going to say is my closing remark is um my advice out there and 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 i hope for my kids is no matter how stupid church people can be sometimes that's not god yes god's not stupid he's not mean he's not angry he's on your side he's on your team and uh and he puts you in the situation you're in he has a plan to use it for your benefit not just to tear you apart that's the devil's job. And uh, the only the only time God can't do what he wants to do with your situation is when you decide uh, to not let him. Yeah, very much so. With all, the, with all the drama and with everyone and all the stuff you'll see, you just got to remember that that's, that's the people. Church would be perfect if it wasn't for the people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you just kind of got to, um, yeah, just see God for who he is and not... Mm-hmm. I, I do have a couple other rules I'd like to share with you. I, I Just on an unofficial level, okay. I, I'm going to hit stop so that nobody hears this. Um, one, I think you're, you should be allowed as PKs to punch at least one person oh, a year. I wish. I think I you should. Him. I think I think you should be allowed to cuss out two people per year. I would. And I think you should get <laughs> not just in your head. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you should get to flip off three people per year. Honestly, that would be. I know that sounds terrible, but oh, that would be so. My good. my show is very real, so people that are. <laughs> You're not really recording this, are you? No, I am. Oh, you are? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretending. I saw him. He didn't really sleep. No, yeah. Oh, I would love... I, that sounds so terrible, but it's just sometimes... Well, you just really want to get it out. Yeah. I mean, well, I had somebody one time tell me she was this snarky little pre- or, um, uh, high school college kid. I would never want to be a pastor because you can't be real. You have to be happy all oh, the time. Oh, and I says, and, yeah. I, and it, it bugged me, <laughs> but, but but immediately I had an answer, and I, I know it was a God thing because I, you know, any anytime I have a smart thought in my head that, yeah. So uh, I, I says, you know what? I, I'm nice when I have to be, mm-hmm. uh, or I'm nice when I can be, which is most of the time. So when I can't be, it's not a big deal. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, there are going to be times I got, mm-hmm. ooh, there's somebody already. I ain't, I'm the new guy. And I don't ha- I'm not going to be mean, but I'm just going to go up to her one day. I'm going to say, you know what? You're not the only one that can express their opinions about everything. Yeah. <laughs> and just let them know yeah. that, you know what? I'm, it's just it, it, what they say has an impact by God. Okay, but that's a different show. Um, thank you, Christian. Oh, my pleasure. And um, Chick-fil-A has taught me to say. <laughs> No, I, I keep trying to think of a way to trip them up to where they can't say my it's pleasure. Impossible. Oh, yeah, it'll never happen. I but, was... No, but to where I could even change the meaning of it. You know, thank you for kissing up to me. My pleasure. Oh, it's your pleasure to you kiss can... up to me. I don't know. I haven't figured Probably. it out yet. Yeah, you can make it pretty. Yeah, I could change the context of it. Improper, yeah. yeah. And Lydia, thank you as well. Do you, do, everybody in our church works at Chick-fil-A that's under 21. Oh, do you yeah. have plans to enter in the workforce in Chick-fil-A? Um, 
I, run. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see what let's see what the Lord has in mind. That's a, a funny thing about being a pastor. Could you see all the trends? Like at our at our church, everyone's everyone's homeschooled and works at Chick Fil A mm-hmm. and has short hair, but uh. and a lot of siblings. Yeah, and a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. We've we Jen and I. It's been quite a quite an adjustment to to enter what we've called Christian culture again. Because mm-hmm. I don't know any. I didn't know. I didn't know Ted Decker. I don't know any of the Christian groups that are popular, or whether whether teenagers or contemporary Christian adult groups. Southern gospel was something I forgot existed, and I was more than happy <laughs> with that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now I I have to start wondering if my DVD collection needs to be you know certain movies need to be put up in the in the closet. I, I haven't had to deal with that. Oh yeah, I at was all. looking at it. And I was I was. Sometimes you. Meet I know pa- you're impressed, yeah, but sometimes you meet pastors that can be like a little bit too uptight, or maybe they're just hiding it really good. Yeah, I think it's both. Yeah, and that can get kind of annoying when you're like, "Come on, be a real person." I dare you. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But, be real around me. Well, I and I love that about the PK thing because there's there's a possibility of it making you really jaded and mean, but there's also the opportunity if God's really real, surely. He can over. He can still be God and still be awesome in spite of all this crizzle that we have to deal with oh, as pastors yes. and PKs. And if he can do that, then I think PKs have a greater chance of be, being stronger Christians mm-hmm. than the one that just came, like you said, twice a week. Yeah, you know. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. You're awesome. And now we're going to jump into an interview that I did, like I said, with the uh, the lads. And uh, those guys are awesome. They're a music group that I appreciate so much. And you'll hear more about that in just a minute, so I won't spoil it. But here it goes. I'm sitting here uh, with the three, well, three gentlemen. Two of them I know fairly well. One of them is 17 and new. But uh, I'm sitting here with an awesome uh, tween targeting, family targeting band called The Lads from New Zealand. And uh, just real quick before we get started into our questions, just pass the mic around and have you guys introduce yourself real quick. Hey everyone, I'm Mark. I enjoy long walks along the beach, um, dinner with friends, and I'm looking for other friends who, um, I guess, just like to have a good laugh. Mark, I thought I was your friend. Yeah, I'm, it's just new. Am I not enough for you? Is what what kind of <laughs> podcast is this again, James? I'm not quite sure. It's uh, for singles, actually. No, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> for children's pastors who are apparently looking to marry Christian musicians. <laughs> so, uh, and and who are you, sir? I'm Steve, and I, I'm Mark's best friend. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Tim, and I. My new oh, friend. I'm Mark's new friend. Yeah. <laughs> Well, these gentlemen uh, are in a band called The Lads, uh, hail from New Zealand, as we said, based out of Nashville. I had them out uh, in Kansas City at my last church, and uh, I can't remember how I got introduced to you guys, but I knew the moment I saw what you guys were about, we had to have you. They came out and did an awesome show, and and remember, I was in an inner city church, a bunch of kids that that don't really go looking for the pop punk uh, uh, radio station. Not exactly the Disney radio listeners, and they ate it up. They loved it. Matter of fact, if you guys remember, there was one little girl that got on your website and memorized all your stuff. A little black girl about so big. And you remember she came back and she was like, "Oh, you? He likes to mow the lawn, you know, and all this stuff." She she knew all your stuff, 
And uh, matter of fact, that was the one I pointed to to get this free CD, and she's still up there. But I just wanted to uh, talk to you guys a little bit about why you do what you do, what you do when you come to a church, and and uh, not really a commercial per se, because I'm I'm the one commercializing you, I'm the one selling you here. Uh, but what message would you have to children's pastors about family ministry? What do you provide for them when you come out? And uh, just about anything else you wanted to talk about. So first, we'll start with how you got started. Well, we used to, uh, down under uh, in New Zealand, we played to a lot of teenagers uh, around New Zealand and Australia, but we came to the United States almost five years ago, and as much as we know it's God, we felt like the Lord said to us, lads, I want you to go younger. I want you to focus on giving our young people foundations when they're eight or nine, so they won't need to be rescued when they're 18 or 19. And um, we were honestly a little resistant at the start, thinking, nah, man, I want to be a rock star. I don't want to play to kids. But, um, but well, because it was God, he kind of made the call, and we did it. And, man, after a couple of events, we just fell in love with not just the kids, but in, in seeing kids connect to God. It's just it's something we love doing and want to do it for the rest of our lives. That's one thing that attracted me to you guys initially is there's – there's a lot more money to be made out there doing it for, in my opinion, as an outsider, for the big time. You, you, you know, somebody, you see these Christian bands get out there, they get popular, they seem to use Christianity as a stepping stool, then they get picked up by a secular group, and then all of a sudden, you know, they were never Christian and all this. That's not really going to happen to you guys. You, you, you've, you've decided to take a, a, a road less, less traveled, so to speak, and, and that's why I respect you guys so much and support you and want to put you on the show. So um, anyway, your, your version of how all this happened? Yeah, it's actually completely different to Mark. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> that's it, you know, and the, the thing is for us now, um, having been involved in, in kids and family ministry now for sort of four years or so, it's, it's kind of like um, we realized we got the ultimate upgrade yeah. from what we were doing, and it's actually a real honor to do it. And and the more we found out about uh, kids' ministry and how kids work and the whole development cycle of a human being, we've realized that that the action is happening right around the atria we're working with, man. It's, it's like, oh, wow, we, we got the best job in the universe because, you know, 8- to 12-year-old kids are, de- are developing their life, uh, you know, the perceptions of what life is all about, uh, all, all those those things, they're developing right at that age. So we have the privilege and also the challenge of being able to be a part of that, of introducing them to God and hopefully helping them get on a course that will leave them, you know, in love with the Creator, following Him for the rest of their lives. So it's awesome. It's a huge privilege, but it also is a challenge and it's a, it's a mission. And we, we sense that, you know, that honor, but also like we want to take it seriously and we really want to do our best to help them. Now, when I, when I met you guys, there was, there was two of you were the same. One of you looked a little different. Tell me, tell me a little bit about this new guy, Bjorn, Bjorn, is that how you say his name? He's, he's in New Zealand taking a little break and, uh, probably got tired of eating ketchup or whatever. Um, tell me about this new guy. Yeah. I'll tell you, tell you about myself. Um, well, they wanted to bring down the average um, age of the group, um, and so they, they they found me um, back in New Zealand. Um, just finished high school last year, and but he's very mature for his age. Oh, indeed, yep. It's the, it's the gray hair. Pro- probably more mature than Mark, actually. <laughs> oh, that's not very hard. Come on, guys. And and you Ooh. play what instrument? I play the guitar. Harsh but fair comment, lads. Harsh but fair. It's how we roll. Yeah, I play the guitar. And, and how, how do they know you? Um, I was involved in a church um, we, which Steve attended also, 
um, for various amount of years. Not quite sure how long, but it was good. Yeah. Are you liking it so far? Oh, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Seen, seen the effect that um, a bunch of guys who are following God's ministry for them um, can have on preteens and mm-hmm. kids around everywhere. It's just amazing. Uh, and I'm sure he's become the new uh, cute one in the group. I would just imagine. How sure are you of that, James? <laughs> Pr- pretty sure, since he has less wrinkles than the rest of us yeah, in the room. There's something about that. And there's, we keep playing concerts, and then afterwards a group of young ladies will go, Oh, there he is! Yeah, that's what I was imagining. I've worked, I've worked with this age group, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, it's interesting what you say before about kind of whether you're chasing where the big money is and what you do. Because some people, have, when, when they've heard we're doing stuff with young people, they've said, oh, wow, you guys should, you know, contact Disney or contact Nickelodeon. And, and you know, they have an enormous influence. But at the very core of what we do is we want to tell kids about Jesus. There's only one way to life, and it's Jesus. And as much as I enjoy the 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 kind of positive message about dreaming your dreams and dreaming the impossible, man, if God's not in it, it's dead. And the only way to life is through him. So, so that kind of stuff will never work with what we're doing because our heart is to give kids the true good news and the one message about Jesus. That's, that's amazing. See, guys, I told you they were cool. So, I mean, there's a lot of uh, pure energy groups out there and nothing against them. I love, I love pure energy. I love, you know, the old Jump 5 group and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, Jonas Brothers and blah, blah, blah. But uh, here's some guys that aren't selling out that are keeping it real as we say in the hood. and um, You know, I'd say, James, yes. I respect those guys and what they do, oh, yeah, but yeah. it's just not us. Right. And that's not what God's called us to do. And so, you know, as, as well as being a lad, I'm a dad, and I want some good positive stuff that my kids can listen to. But, um, man, I, I more than that, I want some good God stuff that they can listen to. Now, you guys have resources out there. I, I saw your, you have comic books, DVDs. You have a, a TV show that's on the Internet. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and where folks can find that at. Well, they can get it from my house. <laughs> no. What's that address, Steve? <laughs> oh, yeah, we, have, we do have a couple of comics. We have a, the DVD, which is a TV series, um, which is kind of fun. It's like a sitcom comedy for kids uh, and families. And we have uh, three or four albums. And you can actually get that from uh, our website, www.ladsband.com. And uh, you, can, you can get the songs from iTunes, the albums from iTunes, and, and our website as well. Um, you can also get it from our concerts if you choose to come to one of our rockin' concerts. Awesome. And there's a mailing list they can get on. They can follow you on Facebook or friend you and all that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, tell me a little bit about, I, I know you guys have just put out a devotional for families. Is that still still out there doing its thing? Do you guys want to talk about that a bit? Yeah, it's actually just about done. It's at the press. It's in press right now. It should be ready by summer. And we are really excited about it because... Uh, it's a little bit different. It's kind of like a, a comic devotional, so it's fun and it's interactive and it's cool. It's um, really well drawn up. We love love the the final product, but it's also hopefully going to be a, a really powerful ministry tool for kids to connect with God and to find out some really valuable stuff about who they are, who God sees them to be, and and their God's plans for for their lives. So it's 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 a really cool. We're just really excited about it because it's kind of getting some real meaty. Um, 
ministry stuff, which is really exciting for us. Now, it, it, it connects with your TV show, if, if I'm not mistaken. There's a que- they watch the show together as a family, then there's questions and all that. And I love the show. I won't, I won't spoil it, spoiler alert and all that, but the, the boss calls. Was, is it the boss? The, the manager. The, the manager. Yeah. That's right. The manager calls. Of course, the manager is a type, uh, is obviously God, uh, almost like a Charlie's Angels. He always calls in through a phone or a box or something like that. So uh, you guys need to check it out. My kids loved it. I know your kids will too. And you want to talk about some guys that are the same on stage as they are off stage. I, that's always been important to me. That's right where these guys are. They do wear the same clothes all the time, which is a little <laughs> disturbing. I can only hope that their closet looks like Ziggy's where it's just all the same shirts, you know, that way they're, they're well, laundry. We want it to be like authentic, the same on stage and off stage, you see, James. So These yeah. are my pajamas too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my work clothes. Not only look good, but it's practical. You go back to his high school yearbook, he's got the same camo <laughs> shirt on, prom, just that in a tie. So, uh, yeah, check out the lads. And, gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for, for being a part of this. Is there any advice that in closing that you would have? My show seems to hit folks that are new to ministry um, or who are, are maybe starting over in ministry or are, are folks that have been in it forever but are still kind of new at it because they haven't had a lot of resources, a lot of, a lot of training. What, what would you have to say to folks like that um, who would even say, I'd love to have the lads, but I can't afford the lads? You know, you know, I'd say something that we, we're in an interesting position that we play in a lot of churches all around the United States and all sorts of family concerts. And, and one thing's really interesting that we see a lot of children's pastors um, looking a lot broader than just, hey, I'm here for, the, for my hour or two hours on Sunday morning. They're going, I want to do more than that. I want to impact families. How can I do that? And that's a big question to ask, and there's no one answer that's going to be right for everyone. For some churches, we've played family concerts, and it somehow brought all the families together. And there's going to be a different answer to that question, but, but for children's pastors who go, I want, to, I want to impact the lives of whole families more than just my two hours with the kids on Sunday morning, that children's pastors and, and churches that are beginning to answer that question are seeing some amazing, amazing results happen in not just their own families, but in, in their communities and the new families that are just being drawn to the life that's in that. I think that's good advice, Mark. Uh, I think the other key advice we want to share is something we've, we've kept dear to our hearts over the years. Uh, three things. Get good sleeps, yeah, good times with the God, and watch your personal hygiene. Yeah, you, always watch your personal hygiene. If you nail those three things, yeah. you are set. Life will go well. And, and don't be afraid to challenge your 11 and 12-year-old boys about personal hygiene and the need to deodorize because, you know, it's got to come from somewhere. Everybody's and do it before the bus trip. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, take it from me, before the long bus trip. They don't exactly make commercials for that age group with the deodorant, do they? It's always for ladies or it's dudes working out, but you never see 11-year-olds swiping the pits with the, with the we pink. Could do that. We could do we could, you know I just thought, because we're just writing scripts at the moment for our, our like, next TV. <laughs> show and part of it we're going to do some silly commercials and I'm going to, I really want to do that. Just promise me after the kid swipes he smiles ting and then ting under his head. Well, and we, we may also have to dress that 12 year old boy that has too much facial hair but no one's told him yet. It's like <laughs> Not enough facial hair is, is actually the truth. Well you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. that really awkward long yeah <laughs> yeah that's the problem is there's either not enough or too much. That's true. I, every one of us had that 21-year-old three, three dots under the, <laughs> under the chin. Real quick before we go, the last thing I want to ask you to say is Google. Google. <laughs> Google. 
Google. You totally didn't say you would laugh at us when we said that, but I'm okay that you did that. That's all right. I, I found I heard him say Google when he was at my church, y'all, and I told all my kids, go ask him to say Google. <laughs> It'll break their face open, Google. New Zealand word originally? Really? No, but I wish it was, and that would be true, and we could say that. That would be an excellent comeback, but it's not true. <laughs> Thanks, lads. I appreciate you guys. Hey, just, maybe we should wrap this up now, James. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me go. Ah, ah. All right, we do have some voicemail that I want to get to, but uh, not before I give you the resource of the week. Today's resource comes from Super Dave White, our former co-host, and that is um, apparently NBC has a brand new game show out there called Minute to Win It. Have you guys seen that yeah. show? Is it fun? I have. I have never even heard of it. Have you? I haven't seen it, but I've seen like. Yeah, I've, I've seen the stuff. I've seen the website. And matter of fact, the reason he sent this to me is apparently they have a minute to do some wacky game. It's like a modern adult version of Double Dare without the slime. And there are tons and tons of games on this website. If you go to NBC.com slash minute dash two dash win dash it. Okay? <laughs> minute to win it with dashes. Okay? Slash how dash two. I know that's the longest you are in the world, but I'll have it posted in the show notes at ZMonthly.com. If you go there, they have videos and, and ideas of tons of, of games that are a minute or less. An uh, example would be flipping uh, uh, pencils, bouncing them off the eraser, off a table, and into a cup. Okay? That's one of them. Another one is uh, I see two-liter bottles with tiles, bathroom tiles bounced on, and you have to use your breath to blow the tiles off. Sounds easy, probably very difficult. Um, lots and lots and lots of, uh, of stuff with buckets on your head, uh, cookie face where they put a, they strap a cookie to your face and you have to eat it, <laughs> things like that. So um, check it out if you're in need of wild and crazy zany games, the likes of which you haven't seen since Nickelodeon's Double Dare. Uh, this is it. Okay. Again, that is NBC.com slash minute dash two dash win dash it. If you can remember that, then you are awesome. Okay. And then uh, now I want to get into our feedback. Okay. We do have a voicemail. This comes to us from... They're fighting over the headphones. I only have one set. This comes to us from Winter Park, Florida. Here goes. Hi, Pastor James Kennison. Uh, my name is Kenneth Cheeseman. Um, I attend a church in uh, actually Sanford, Florida, not too far from where you are, um, called City Church. And I actually just got finished listening to your uh, your recent podcast, um, um, podcast twenty, I believe, on dealing with discouragement. <clears throat> I just want to thank you for all of your encouragement and for your wisdom and for your podcast. It's been a real blessing to me. Um, I'm a, I'm an assistant uh, director at, at for my kids' ministry at my church. Um, right now, and and my heart is to be full time, to be a full time pastor. Um, at one time, I'm actually uh, working on on taking Berean right now, and um, and uh, so I just listen to your your wisdom and your knowledge really encourages me on on a weekly a weekly basis. Actually, at one point, I downloaded all of yours. There was like there was like four or five of them I downloaded at one time and listened the same day and. I just, I just want to thank you um, for all that you do and for your podcast, and they mean a lot to me. And, uh, and I actually, I, I passed them on to my fellow, my fellow servants of the Lord at, at my church ministry. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a real blessing. And I actually know Grant Foster, um, my uh, old children's pastor, uh, works hand on, hands on with him um, in a junior Bible quiz. But uh, so that was really, really cool to hear him. Anyway, sir, uh, God bless you. Thank you for all that you do. And um, 
Have a great day. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. It's a small world. It's funny how many people I've met uh, that live in Florida that listen to the show. So, yeah, Grant Foster was great interviewing him last month. And uh, feel free to call in anytime. Do you guys know that church he's talking about? Um, I think I've heard of City Church, but there's lots of cities and there's lots of churches. There so, are. There so are. the chances of that being the same one. Our church is technically split. a city church because it it's in a city. Um here is a uh, an email, quick uh, comment from Stacy Card. She has a request. Hey, Pastor James, will you please do an episode on outreach? You have a great idea about a Valentine's Day outreach. I was wondering about any other outreach ideas you've tried. What is successful? What's not successful? Love the show. Keep it up, Stacy. Stacy, that's a great idea for a show. We'll have to do that very, very, very soon. Um, I'm not doing any active outreach at this point at uh, Suncoast, even though that is a goal for the future. But yeah, in my in my past 10 years, done tons of bus ministry and outreach, uh, sidewalk Sunday school, the whole deal with the truck, with the fold-out bed, done school tours, all kinds of stuff. And that is definitely something we want to get into here uh, after my first year is up, because I have a deal with Pastor. I don't have to do anything special for a year other than get to know people. Oh, so, cool. uh, yeah, yeah, it helps. Mm-hmm. helps a lot, because already I tried, they tried to get me to go to a, an Ireland missions trip, and I was like, no, I have a deal with pastor so uh we do have one more voicemail and this is from tom's river new jersey weird hey james this is jim from the never updated monkey in the middle podcast uh thanking you for your children's ministry monthly podcast i've always enjoyed it and learned a lot from it and thanks for your uh recent um what did you call that it's the uh resource review or resource sharing about talking about stock exchange. I have used that in the past, but another one you want to, might want to check out is Flickr.com. And um, that's a photo sharing site. I think it's through Yahoo. And they have what's called Creative Commons. If you go into the advanced search and click on where it says Creative Commons, you can get a, a ton of pictures on whatever you're searching for. Some of it is from amateur photographers, but a lot of it is quite good. I use it all the time to uh, I help my pastor in his blog, um, and I get pictures for that all the time. And uh, so check that out. Once again, thank you very much for your podcast, James. I've always uh, enjoyed it. It's it's great to listen to you. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Jim. Um, unfortunately, Jim was was abducted by aliens there at the end of the call. So that's unfortunate. But uh, we'll see you in heaven, brother. That's funny. Uh, and Flickr, by the way, in case you're not familiar with it, it is a great website, but it is spelled weird. That is F-L-I-K-R. You're going to want to put E-R in there, but don't. F-L-I-K-R. I think it's K-R. Hold on. It is. Yeah, it's not C-K-R? No. F-L-I-C-K-R. It is Flickr. F-L-I-C-K-R. No E, okay? You should also check out uh, Google and YouTube. Those are some great sites. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just in case you've never heard of Google Images. But but these are great because they're places where you can go and people have given you permission to use their uh, photography stuff. And you, the, the worst thing in the world would be to make a billboard and then have somebody call you and be like, I took that picture, you need to take it down. You know, that would just be not cool. So, yeah, yeah check out that resource. And uh, also another resource, Children's Ministry Monthly at com. I think that's going to wrap up our show. Thanks again, folks. I appreciate you coming out. Oh. Thanks for having nope. us. Nope. You're welcome. <laughs> Whatever. I don't want to say my pleasure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, you did. It'll... You did want to say it. You did. Uh, all right. Well, that'll finish up this episode of CM Monthly. Uh, again, the website, cmmonthly.com. The email, cmmonthly at gmail.com. 
Call in your comments, 218-MONTHLY. That's 218-666-8459. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash cmmonthly. Look up CF Monthly on Facebook. It's awesome. You can become a fan, a lot of updates. Join us again at cmconnect.org. Tell somebody about the show. Be sure to leave an iTunes review. We'll see you next month, maybe talking about outreach, but definitely having an interview with the world-famous Miss Patty Cake. It's awesomer than it sounds. God bless, peeps. See you next month.